Good evening and welcome to Grafted and Messiah. I'm your host, Gil Burgos, and tonight we have a great show. Today's August 2nd, 2022. start a new show tonight and we're going to be discussing are Jews saved because they are God's chosen people have you ever thought about that has that ever come across your mind a lot of people say well you know they're God's chosen people they can get through this they can do that they can get away with things and that's the furthest thing from the truth and a lot of Jews think the same way they think well you know I'm automatically going to heaven 
I don't have to worry about that. I was born Jewish, yada, yada, yada. Well, tonight we're going to look at that. Is that really true? Is that really biblical from a New Testament, New Covenant perspective? Well, according to GodQuestions.org, it gives a, I don't know, rebuttal in regards to that question, are Jews saved because they are God's chosen people? So the article begins by saying the Jews are God's chosen people, according to Deuteronomy 7, 6. But that does not automatically make all Jews saved. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me, John 14, 6. That no one, quote unquote, includes Jews and Gentiles. For a Jew to be saved, he must come to God the Father through faith in Yeshua the Messiah. Now, Deuteronomy 7, 6 is an interesting verse, and I'm going to read that to you right here. Deuteronomy 7, 6 says, For you are a people, holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for his treasured possession out of all the people who are on the face of the earth. Now, back then, in the old world, Old Covenant, Old Testament, the majority of the people that weren't Jewish were pagan. They didn't really know Jehovah or Yahweh. They followed their own ways of worship. They followed their own gods, plural. And I guess they say, well, we welcome your, welcome your God too. We got this God, we got that God, and bring your God too. They were so confused. And some of them didn't even, uh, really weren't even following any gods. And those were the ones that were the worst. Those were the ones that were pagan. And they said, we don't believe in anything. Everything is just, it is what it is. And there is no such thing as a God. Like the psalmist wrote, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And even today, you still have people who think the same way, unfortunately. Anyway, it says that John the Baptist warned his fellow Jewish audience against trusting that their lineage made them right with God. He says in John, I'm sorry, he says in John, in Luke rather, 3, 8, produce fruit in keeping with repentance and do not begin to say to yourself, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. And again, Luke 3, 8. And no matter who we are, we must repent. Remember that. It doesn't really matter. No matter you, me, Jew, Gentile, wherever you may be, all must repent. As it says in uh, Luke 13, 5, we don't read that. No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. This is coming from the words of Yeshua. So physical ancestors, again, does not guarantee a spiritual conversion. I'm going to repeat that. Physical ancestors do not guarantee a spiritual conversion. Even Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, had, been to be, had to be born again and would have never seen the kingdom of God had he not been born again. And you see that story in John chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. And not too long ago, uh, I had a discussion, I think I said this on another podcast, with an uh, individual on Facebook who was saying, well, Jews don't have to convert. And I'm like saying, what, what, do, you mean? what do you mean by that? They don't have to convert. He says, yeah, they already say they're Jewish and they're God's chosen people. And I'm saying, brother, 
you are totally deceived, whoever told you that lie. That is nothing but a lie. That is not the truth. And I said, you want scripture? Here it is, John chapter 3. And there was no argument after that, because if you are believing the Bible, you know you're not going to go what the word says. Once I pointed him to scripture, I guess that was pretty much the end of the argument, the end of the discussion. So a lot of people like that guy believe that they don't have to repent, that some people, or you know, Jews rather, they don't have to repent. I had to repent. <laughs> it doesn't matter who I was and who my parents was and what my lineage was, I had to come to Christ. I had to come to the Messiah. I had to come to Yeshua. It didn't matter if my mother, my father, my grandmother, if they, what they were. Salvation is an individual thing. It's not based on lineages, doesn't, not based on parents or grandparents. It's based on you, you and God. That's all it's based on, your relationship with the Messiah, Yeshua. And the Apostle Paul, he has some issues with this as well. For example, the Apostle Paul emphasized the need for faith in many of his epistles. Abraham is a prime example of a man who was what? Justified by faith. Apart from the law, which when Abraham lived was not even given yet. As it says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Understand then that those who have faith are the children of Abraham. And that's from Galatians chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. You could also look at Genesis 15, 6. That's another cross reference, which says, And he believed the Lord, and he, and he counted it to him as righteousness. So the idea echoes Jesus' proclamation over the believing Zacchaeus. As it says, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. This is from Luke 19.9. Zacchaeus' repentance and faith in Messiah made him a true son of Abraham who is the father of all who have faith. Romans 4.11 again says, he received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. The purpose was to make him the all who believe without being circumcised. So that righteousness would be counted to them as well. Again, Romans chapter 4 and verse 11. Elsewhere, Paul contrasts those with a physical pedigree and outward observance of the law with those who have true faith, regardless of their heritage. And I quote, A person is not a Jew who is one outwardly. This is scripture. I'll repeat that. This is according to the New Testament now. A person is not a Jew, this is how God looks at it, who is one outwardly. Nor is circumcision merely outward and physical. No, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is circumcision of the heart, by the spirit, not by the written code. For more information, you go to Romans chapter 2. It says the same thing. It confirms what I just said. For example, it says in that uh, chapter and verse, well, verses, for one is a Jew who is not one merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical, 
but a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart by the spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not man from man, but from God. Hallelujah. So we have, we have to remember that people need to know this. And it's not easy to tell a Jewish person this because they don't understand it. It's only spiritually discerned, and the New Covenant, New Testament is foreign to them. So when you speak to this to them, they say, not true, it's heresy, don't believe it, can't be. So if it doesn't make sense to them, they pretty much reject it. But it's true, salvation is a work of the spirit of the heart. You have to be born again, your spirit has to be regenerated. The Bible says when Adam died, we died. All humanity died because of one man's sin, the Bible says, sin came into the world, came into existence. Prior to that, there was, one, there was none until uh, sin was found in Satan's heart. That's when it began. And then he came to tempt Adam, and then it came into the earth, and it came into all humanity. So again, being of a Jewish descent does not make heaven one's home. Being physically circumcised does not guarantee a place in the kingdom. Only the grace of God through, his, through faith in Yeshua the Messiah can save you, can save me. As it says in Ephesians 2 and 8 and verse 9, we know the verse. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not of, of result, I'm sorry, not a result of works, so that no one, no one, absolutely no one can boast. God took that out of, the, out of the equation. You can't boast anymore about your works, about what, how good you are, and say, I deserve, I deserve heaven. Because quite honestly, we don't. We deserve hell. And that's where all mankind should go. But God in his mercy, through the Yeshua the Messiah, came and took on the sins of the world, your sins and my sins, so you and I cannot and will not go to hell. Because all the sins of you and I that we committed yesterday, today, and the ones we will commit in the future were laid upon him at that cross. Isn't that good news? Hallelujah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to continue with our show. Stay tuned, stick around. We got more to come. Hold on. More of Central Alberta's greatest hits on the way. Okay, this is called The Name Yeshua by Costa Kua. Yeshua, 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 Yesh
לא אלך לבדי, אלך אחריך, ישוע מלכי, רצוני שיהיו לכבודך כל חיי, ושמא עשי יעידו על כך שאתה מנביא, אשמימי, ששומר עליי ודואג לי, אתה לא עוזר, לא עוזר לעולם, כמה נפלא just join us you're listening to grafted and messiah i'm your host gil burgos and we're discussing are jews saved because they are god's chosen people that is the question and that's what some people have a com- uh, have a confusing i'd say concept of it they're confused and a lot of jewish people think that they're saved because of their and uh, their lineage just because they were born whatever and people think that being Jewish is a race, and it's not, it's not even a race. And that's a whole different topic, whole different show in itself. Maybe one day I'll get into that, but I did discuss it, I think, on previous podcasts. If you have not gone there, please visit us on our podcast page 
and you'll be able to go through all of our podcasts on Podomatic. Go to Podomatic, Grafted and Messiah Ministries. Okay, let's continue on where we left off. And we were talking about, again, the concept of the Bible, what it thinks about when people say they are saved because they are Jewish. But when we read the New Testament, the Brit Shah, we think about different things like what Yeshua was saying. And when we listen to him, when we hear him, we get a whole different perspective of what it is to be saved. For example, the rich man in Yeshua's story was a Jew, but he ended up in torment in Hades after death. Can you realize that? You see, that's something that should make people think. And you look at Luke chapter 16, it, it tells the story of, of the rich man and Lazarus. Some people said it was a par- parable, but it doesn't say it's a parable in the Bible. It's just Yeshua giving a story. He's telling a story, and I know it's a true story. So when we read the text, we notice in that in the midst of his agony, this man, the man calls out to Father Abraham in verse 24 of chapter 16. But... He also was a physical descendant of Abraham, not a spiritual one. He did not have the faith of Abraham, and being a Jew did not save him from hell. That is scary. So, can you be Jewish and go to hell? Hmm, that's the question. Listen, we have proof in the pudding. We have Bible. You can't argue with Scripture. This man here is a Jew, a Hebrew, from Israel. Just Jesus or Yeshua is not talking about a pagan Roman or just a person that doesn't even have any type of religion. This is a man that pretty much knows about God. He knows Abraham. He says, he says call out to Father Abraham. Only the people of God knew who Abraham was. What does that tell you? So the Christian concept of salvation from sin has no equivalent in modern Judaism. Judaism. Judaism does not believe that man, by his nature, is evil or sinful and therefore does not teach that man has a need to be, quote-unquote, saved from an eternal damnation. And that's the problem right there. When a person doesn't uh, know they're a sinner or believe that they are a sinner, then you have a problem because they're thinking, listen, I'm not, I mean, I may sin, but I'm not a sinner. That's not my identity. Well, before you come to the Lord, that is your identity. You're not a child of God. You're God's creation. You're not his child. Only you can't call him Abba or Father. And so you become a spiritual son or a spiritual daughter, you got to become born again. Your spirit man has to be regenerated, come alive, make one with him, come together with him. You have to be redeemed, forgiven of your sin, and you know the whole ballgame, how it works. So speaking this to a, a Jewish person, again, like I said earlier, it's foreign. It doesn't make sense. How can this be? That's the question. I mean, me personally, I don't have a problem with it. Hey, listen, you don't have to tell me I was bad. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me I was a sinner. I, I was the first one online. I, I had my hand up. I said, yeah, that's me. You don't have to tell me twice. But again, that's the problem. With many rabbis, you see that all over, especially YouTube, Tobias Singer, probably the champ, they don't think that man is by nature evil or sinful. That's a problem. 
that is the problem right there. And there's no need to be saved. Saved from what? We are not going to hell. Really? I don't know. Better read the Bible, all of it, not just the Old Testament or the Tanakh, as they say. In fact, watch this. Most Jews today do not believe in a place of eternal punishment or a literal hell. When a Jew sins or fails to fulfill the laws of God, the belief is that he can obtain forgiveness through prayer, repentance, and doing good deeds or mitzvahs, as they say. So you do enough mitzvahs, God will forgive you. That's why a lot of Jewish people that don't know the Lord, they're big on good works, and they're big on doing good deeds, and they're big on prayer and all the above, especially when it comes to praying three times a day. They're pretty much put Christians to shame. They are consistent. They are constantly doing it. They're not lacking. They're not slacking. They're there because they're working for their salvation. So they feel, well, we have to make this right. I have to be right with God. And that's the beauty of the Christian. You've been made right with God already through Christ, through Yeshua, through the Messiah, Mashiach. There's no making yourself right. You couldn't make yourself right if it took all eternity. You can never do it. You would always fall short. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, as it says in the book of Romans. So if we're all falling short, we have a problem. We're never, never going to make it. Your arms are too short, so it's to say it's a box with God. Remember that one? Okay, so that's the issue, and that's why when a Jew sins or fails to fulfill again God's law, the belief that he could obtain forgiveness. That's why Yom Kippur is such a big holiday for the, uh, the Jews that don't believe in Messiah Yeshua. That's big for them. You don't tell them that there's no Yom Kippur because they'll flip out. That's the day when they laid all on something. <laughs> there is no temple. So they try to make amends with something else and say, we got to make atonement. So they do everything they can to make atonement for their sins once a year. But the Bible says otherwise in the New Testament. It was a beautiful thing. So again, this belief in obtaining forgiveness apart from a blood sacrifice counters the Torah which clearly gives the prescription for forgiveness. Watch this in Leviticus 17.11. It says, The life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement for your soul. This is God speaking. And also we see it says, The temple sacrifice was always the centerpiece for Jewish atonement. And then I said before, Yom Kippur, that's the big deal. That's the big day. And even now, since there's no temple, I've seen many Orthodox killing chickens, which is ridiculous. Anyway, as it says, once a year on the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, the, Levit Le the Levitical high priest would enter the Holy of Holies in the temple and sprinkle the blood of the sacrifice on the mercy seat. Through this yearly act, Atonement was made for the sins of Israel, but the temple was destroyed in A.D. 70, and for almost 2,000 years, the Jews have been without a temple and without a sacrifice, without any means of atonement. That's the problem. How do you do this, man? You don't have a temple. You don't have a high priest anymore. So what, what, do, you, what are you trying to do? You, you see, this is the problem with me. I say, Torah and there's something missing, there's a piece of the puzzle missing, you got to figure this out because if you're following Torah to the letter and it's telling you to do certain thing in a temple and there's no temple, there's no 
blood sacrifice and all the above, you got to figure this out. You got to find out how did this work? Because it's not working the way it once worked once a long time ago. So those who reject Yeshua or Jesus' sacrifice on the cross will find that no sacrifice for sins is left. As it says in Hebrews chapter 10, 26 and 27, again, no sacrifice for sins is left, but a, only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. I would be terrified to think that I can make it on my own. And Paul rebuked a lot of people in the book of Galatians. He called them, you foolish Galatians. You know, made, you guys are foolish. You think by your, own, you, by your own works, you can do this? I mean, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing to enhance and make it better, make yourself feel better, and maybe uh, you know, keep in step in you know, your faith. And, you know, you know you're not, God's not going to love you more, but if you want to just stay connected, and you want to stay in right standing in a way, but you are made in right standing. <laughs> so let me rephrase that. You have been made in right standing with God because of Yeshua. But, you know, if you want to be in covenant, there's one covenant, the new covenant. So if you want to be in fellowship, you have been in fellowship. There's no such thing as being in and out of fellowship because there's, Jesus did it all. Again, I can't emphasize that so much. I can't em emphasize that enough. I'm sorry. Because he made it right with God with, for you. The Brit Hadashah, again, the New Covenant or New Testament teaches that Jesus or that the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua of Nazareth, came to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. We see this in Matthew 15, 24, just before the destruction of the Jewish temple in Jerusalem. When Christ came as a high priest of the good things that were are now already here, I'm sorry, when Christ came as high priest of the good things that are now already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not made with human hands. That is to say, it is not part of this creation. He did not enter by means of blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. The blood of goats and bulls are the ashes of a hypho sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then with the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciousness from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. And that's from Hebrews chapter 9, 11 through 14. Powerful verse, powerful verse. All right, we're going to take another break. When we return, we're going to just continue a little bit more on this subject. Stay tuned. We've got more to come. Right about now. Here we go. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. All right, we got My Redeemer Lives by Asnat Ben Natan. Right here on Grafted in Messiah. So the biggest songs of the year. Matsati kofer bedamor Melfelafim bamelitzechad Leashiv nafshi minishachat Vani agati goaliuchad Unibzari echazer 
Burgos here, Grafted and Messiah. We're just going to finish up our show tonight. We've been discussing the concept, are Jews saved because they're just Jewish? But tonight we're going to just, uh, finish up with these last pieces of our article right here on FromGodQuestions.org. All right, so f- to finalize our thoughts, we see that the New Testament teaches that everyone, Jew and Gentile alike, have sinned against God, as I said before. Romans chapter 3, verse 23 is a a confirmation to that. All of us are under the consequences of sin. And, as it says in Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is what? Is death. We are all, all, all of us, all mankind, are in need of salvation from our sin, as I said earlier. We are all in need of a savior. Yeshua came to seek and save the lost. He said that in Luke chapter 19, verse 10. The Brit Hadashah, the New Testament, teaches that salvation is found in no one else, for there is no one under, no one under the name, I'm sorry, <laughs> let me say this again. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved, Acts 4 and 12. So, in closing, 
and Messiah Yeshua, there is no distinction, quote unquote, between Jew and Gentile. And from Romans chapter 10, verse 12, what does it say? The same thing. For there is no distinction between Jew and Gentile. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call upon him. As it says, for all those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Yes, the Jews are God's chosen people, and through them came the Jewish Messiah to bless the nations of the earth. But it is only through Yeshua that Jews or anyone else can find God's forgiveness. You're looking for forgiveness? It's done in the Messiah, Yeshua. It's not done by mitzvahs. It's not done by observing Shabbos or Shabbat, although those are good things. It's not done by praying three times a day, although those are good things. You should do that. It's not by wearing talit, which is good, beautiful. I have one myself, no problem. It's not by kippahs and all that and clothing and all that stuff and outward observances, which just, just, just touches the surface. As it says in the book of Hebrews, that a lot of the stuff uh, from the Old Covenant are becoming obsolete. And they are shadows of the things to come. They're just shadows. Everything has been made new. Yeshua said that before he passed. He left this earth. Behold, I make things new. New covenant. It says in Jeremiah the same thing. I behold, I make a new covenant with Israel. The problem is they have not understood it. They have uh, not respect, uh, received it. They have rejected it. Until that time comes, when the fullness of the Gentiles comes in, their eyes, hopefully, they will be open and they will see the truth of who Yeshua really is. And I think what's going to happen in the in times that they're going to be left behind and during the tribulation, seven years of tribulation, they're going to be misled by the Antichrist. And some of them will come to faith. Some of them will not. Some of them will die. Some of them will live. Only God knows. God's the judge. God knows who's going to be saved and who's not going to be saved. So get saved today. Don't put it off another minute, another second, another moment. If you know somebody who's Jewish and doesn't believe, send them this podcast and give them just your best bet, your best shot. Explain them the gospel to them and let them know that Jesus is the only way to God. You can't make it on your own. Your righteousness as filthy rags, as it says in the book, I think believe is in Malachi. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. To put it bluntly, to be honest with you, what it means in the Hebrew is as sanitary napkins. That's how nasty that is. So all the good works, although they're good, doesn't make you a better person. It doesn't make you closer to God. It doesn't make you right in standing with God. It only things it's good to do those things, but again... Only through Yeshua can you come to him. Amen and amen. Well, thank you guys for listening to our show tonight. For more information on the ministry here, go to www.graftedandmessiah.org. Right now, the, uh, the domain is forwarded to my other website, but soon I'll have my other website up and running, so you'll have a different one. So for now, just go to gilburgos.com and you'll be able to listen to broadcasts from Prophetic Encounter. In the meantime... Share this podcast with your friends, family, loved ones, and let them know Yeshua is on the way. He's coming back soon. Amen and amen. All right, guys, God bless you. I'm out of time. So the next time I see you, may the Lord richly bless you and yours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
is your host. From one amazing tune to the other. Uh, this is praise. Praise to our God. By Debbie Figueras. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week again for a fresh round.